Hello everybody, welcome back to Elder Geeks Game Club. This is episode number 8. My name is Steve Wilkinson, and with me is Randy, the editor and owner of ElderGeek.com. Randy, how are hey, you I'm doing? I'm doing alright, I'm also first this evening too, cool. <laughs> I figured I'd mix it up a little bit. I was about to say hi, but then... <laughs> <laughs> Which means also, as always, we have Phil Summers Hello. with us, owner, creator of Schmoozle.com. Yes, and... How are, how are you guys doing this evening? Fantastical. Fantastical. That's good to hear. Uh, That's good to hear. So, yes, like I said, this is the Game Club. And just to give you a quick rehash, I don't want to spend too much time since we're on episode 8 here, but uh, it's basically a book club for games. Uh, we have the community pick the game that they want to play. We play along over two weeks. We come up with our thoughts, and then we get together and record this podcast. So um, this time around, uh, we... It was the choice was between Spiral Knights and Age of Empires Online, both of which are free to play games. Uh, a little different for us as we usually do retro and classic or, or even indie games. So we decided to try something a little different and do a, do a free to play game this time around. And uh, it was close battle, but Spiral Knights pulled it out. That's that's what we ended up playing. And you were you secretly frowned upon that. A little bit, a little bit. I was, I was rooting for Age of Empires. I don't think uh, it was a secret. I think we, were, the two of us, were actually outright frowning. Phil, you were the one that was like, "Go Spiral Knights." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I was looking for an excuse to play uh, Age of Empires online, um, which I still haven't played. But uh, you know, no problem. Yeah, sorry, dude. I thought you guys cut out for a second there. I had a little dip oh. in my connection, so. But uh, we're good to go. So let's talk about Spiral Knights a little bit. I'll give you a little, uh, uh, not much history because the game just launched a few months ago, uh, officially. It, it was developed by Three Rings Design, and uh, it was published by Sega. Um, I, I did a little digging on Three Rings, and uh, the, you know they had, they had some odd titles, uh, n nothing that I was really familiar with. The only one that, that kind of stuck out was uh, Puzzle Pirates, or Yo-Ho-Ho -Ho Puzzle Pirates. Which I think is something like I've seen at Target before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've seen it around, and I think it had some level of, of success. It was considered a, an MMO, which I, I thought was weird, because yeah. it sounds like it's a puzzle right. game, but apparently it was a puzzle game with a pirate theme that was also an MMO, so I knew nothing about it. Puzzle, a puzzle MMO. Thing. Yeah, an, MM, <laughs> an MMOP. <laughs> wow, that's, wow. LMNOP. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so Spiral Knights, Spiral Knights was um, released to testers as a browser-based game in 2009, and then uh, they had an open beta of it in 2011. I actually played in the open beta um, a little bit, so I'll, I'll talk about that later. Um, but then it was officially launched as a, as a Steam downloadable title when Steam uh, this past summer, uh, June 2011, uh, started uh, putting up free-to-play games on their service, which was kind of big news uh, at the time, and, and Spiral Knights was one of the first ones. Okay, you know, I thought that was uh, weird that it was on there. So that is why that was they started including those on Steam, free-to-plays. Yeah, I think there was about a, a half a dozen games initially. I think there's many oh. more now, but uh, yeah, at the time, uh, Spiral Knights was one of the first. Um, it's a, it's a free-to-play, uh, multi, massively multiplayer online RPG. Um, officially, that's what it's it's categorized as, but it's it's more similar in design to uh, like Diablo or Guild Wars. Um, 
in that there's not really like an open world like there is in, in like a Warcraft or, or EverQuest. Um, there's just kind of like an open, like a hub world or a town where kind of all the social aspect of the game takes place and then you can group up and go off and do like instanced uh, dungeons. Right. So so in that sense, it's not like a traditional MMO, but it that's how they're building it. Um, it's very... It's uh, graphically, it looks a lot uh, like Zelda, which which we all talked about as we were playing it. Um, it's a fixed fixed camera, kind of a uh, uh, what would you say, like an isometric view or, or like a third? It's like an overhead, you know, a top a top oh, yeah, down, it's you know, kinda, a top down game. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I I, I guess that's the the best way right. to put it. Um, players group up and run instance dungeons, which are called Clockworks to collect loot and minerals, and then you can use those minerals to uh, gain currency and unlock more clockworks to run. Um, one of the things that's interesting to note uh, about it, I thought, was that rather than traditionally in an MMO, you create a character, you level up, and your character grows and, and gains new abilities, the difference here is that your gear actually levels up and your gear gains new stats and abilities and bonuses as it increases in level, which is kind of a, a little twist, I guess. Um, for a free-to-play title, I mean, it's, it's pretty well-rounded. It's got uh, an, in, an in-game economy, which is uh, crowns, is like right. gold or gill or whatever you're used to. Uh, it's got a, a crafting system. Uh, they've just recently launched a whole PvP system in the game uh it's got guilds friends lists in an in-game mail system so you know it's got a lot for for a free-to-play game um since it's a free-to-play title i guess one thing that you know most free-to-play games have some sort of way that that they uh limit limit you or, or give you an option to spend real money and the way they do it in this game is you have an energy bar and when that energy bar gets depleted, you're unable to run Clockworks anymore. Um, there's two ways that you can refill that, and one is through Mist Energy, which is the, the just the bar itself, and that um, kind of replenishes itself over, I think it said 22 right. hours. So it'll go from 0 to 122 hours if you don't play the game at all. Um, or you can buy what's called Crystal Energy with real money, and then you can use that to refill your energy bar. So that's how they that that's their so it's almost like of, putting in the quarters into an old brawler and arcade game, almost. Yeah, yeah, very similar to that. Yeah, and when and when you when you think about the fact that the game itself is free, you can download it and install it and, and play it for free. I mean, that's not no, too terrible, no. really. And they got to make some money somehow, and and there's no advertising plastered all over it, which I guess is good. Um, it's been critically pretty well received. Uh, and after after three months after launch, they had one million accounts. So I'm sure by now they probably have more. So yeah, it's been pretty successful. And the music was done by Harry Mack, which is an awesome yes. name. <laughs> it almost sounds like a fake name, actually. Yeah, it's Perhaps definitely it is, made yeah. up. But it's a musical be, name. Yeah, Mack might be, his last name might be way less cool than Mack. But uh, he also did the sound design for Braid which oh, wow. I'm sure many of, our, many of our listeners will be familiar with. Uh, and then he did music and sound for remakes of Oregon Trail, Carmen Sandiego, and a bunch of other PC He titles. remade music for Oregon Trail? Yeah. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> according, according to his website. <laughs> <laughs>
So um, I guess we'll just get to it. You want to dig in and, and start spewing our thoughts on this game? Phil, what, 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 what did you think about it? All right. So, I mean, for me, this is, uh, as I said in the last week's episode, I've never played a free-to-play game before, and I've never really uh, played many MMOs before. So it's kind of new territory for me. So my opinion probably automatically doesn't count to a lot of people right off the bat. Uh, uh, that's not true. <laughs> Come on. Um, but I guess I'll start out by saying I was pretty underwhelmed. Uh, like you said, it has like a lot of there's a lot of robust features, and guys, feel free to jump in here whenever you know you, you feel the need to. Um, it has a lot going on, and I didn't really dive into that stuff too much. I was more interested in just how the game mechanics worked. The, really just the dungeons and fighting and that kind of thing. I wasn't too interested in you know, how I level up in the auction house and all that crap. I didn't really care about that um, because I will admit I was cheap and my goal was to not spend any money. So did you, did you guys spend any money? <laughs> not a dime. I no. did not. Yeah. All right. Nope. <laughs> so that was my goal. And you know what? F- considering that, I think you get a fair amount of time to play it um, if you don't put any money into it. I mean, you get like a hundred energy, right? Isn't that what the I think the default is? And you spend yeah. that every time you go into the way the dungeons work is you you have to spend ten of your energy to get into a dungeon. Then after you complete the dungeon to go to the next one, you need to spend ten more. So, and then as you die, you lose you lose uh, energy as well. So you're always losing energy. So they're always taking energy from you. But you know, for me, the I, I played it only twice. I will admit, but. I would say I got about an hour each time out of it, which for a you know for a free game that's pretty good, and and for an hour, an hour a night for me uh, that's like that's plenty. So if I really got into the game, I probably could have put a lot of time onto it, just not paying anything. So I, you know I almost feel like I'm like like I'd be robbing them if I did that. But you know <laughs> that's what they get. That's what they set up. But uh, visually, I like the way it looks. I think it has, you know, it's not like real graphic intensive or anything like that, but I think it has like kind of cool artwork. I mean, you guys agree that that it looks nice at least? Oh yeah, it it totally has a, you know, the design of it is very clean. The interface is really clean. You know, the the pastel colors, of course, are a nice, uh, you know, a nice deviation from the the constantly brown and gray, you know, yeah. games that we'll we'll find on a lot of of uh, you know console games. So yeah, I think the design is pretty good. Yeah, I like it too, and unfortunately, I mean, that's kind of all I like about it, because like the actual game itself is, it feels pretty clunky when you're, first off, so the way it works is, you know, you walk with WASD, and then you're aiming with the, the cursor, you know, with the mouse, and you're kind of like pointing where you want to like attack. It's kind of like a weird hybrid, I don't think it works too well, I did discover that if you hit Z, he will attack, but... I don't know. Hitting Z underneath those three those three keys is already kind of hard, and then you have a shield which is X, and I found that hard to hit as well. I don't I don't know if you guys. I mean, I don't know. I don't play too many PC games, so my fingers aren't used to hit like <laughs> thirty keys. You know, I don't know if that was a problem with you or not. But, no, I think I think you could also move with left click. I'm actually going to start up the game real quick to make sure, but I'm 99% sure that's how I was moving around. So it was it was very Diablo-esque. That you, okay. you, move, you move by one click and you attack with the other click. All right, you know what? You are right. You could do that. You can do that. Uh, yeah, I pretty much disregarded the shield 
and uh, all that stuff. So uh, it, it, I, I didn't even bother trying really? to do that. So I didn't even, I didn't even yeah, notice. Yeah, and that's it. The, you got to use the shield because when you att- I mean, the the bad guys are going to get you. I kind of going back to the brawler uh, thing. Like, I almost feel like it's one of those things like you can't be that good at. Like you're going to get. You basically you get thrown into these rooms where they just throw wave after wave. I mean, we played it together, so you guys know. But you know, you get thrown into a room where tons and tons of bad guys are flying at you, and you just get swamped. And there's not really much you can do. I mean, you just then you just start clicking, and all of a sudden it's just a click fest, and you're just hoping you click fast enough. And uh, eventually, they I mean, they whoop you too. I mean, they really start to to annihilate you. So and I was trying to use my shield as much as I could, and then there's some kind of limit on it as well, where it does kind of disappear after a while. I guess it has to recharge. So mm. they're going to get you no matter what. But I don't know. Um, so it's an okay game. I feel like if I was ten years old, I would love it. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It didn't really. It didn't really hook me. You know. I get you. I totally get you. Well, I mean, what did you what did you think? What did you guys, Randy? Well, um, no, I, I was just gonna say, yeah, I agree with you uh, about the about the combat. I, I think that was kind of the one thing where it fell short for me. Um, there didn't seem to be any sort of a class system or anything. Um, I've played a lot of MMOs. Um, I've spent I've been playing World of Warcraft for what six years now. You are a well uh, expert. I've got I've, I've got a little. Yeah, I've I've been playing WoW for six years. I played EverQuest. I played uh, Final Fantasy Online. I've I've got I've got a little MMO stuff under my belt. Um, so I kind of went into the game from that point of view. I guess it's hard for me not to compare a game like this to that. Even though, like I said during the kind of history portion, that really should be compared more to a Guild, uh, Guild Wars or or Torchlight or or Diablo. But um, yeah, I. I was kind of disappointed, um, and I don't know if this is something that happens as you level up, but I didn't really get the impression. But you didn't really have any spells or anything like that. There was no uh, customization, as far as I could tell, for your character. Yeah, you pretty much have attack and it shoot. That's what it seems. Yeah, exactly. And everything, and then you can get bombs and stuff like that later on, which you can throw, like okay. grenades. Um, so that, that I felt that was a little weak. And a little lacking. Um, I did really, like you said, I love the graphics. I, I thought, I think the all, the whole design and everything to the game uh, is just really nice. And it looks a lot, kind of like a Zelda look to it. And like I was saying to Randy last night when we were playing through the game, the, the characters, your characters themselves kind of remind me of something out of like uh, Kingdom yeah. Hearts. Yeah, I was... They kind I, of have Yeah, I was look. thinking like Final Fantasy Nine too. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, perfect uh, example. Yeah, so they have it has kind of a Square Enix kind of look, like hybrid with Nintendo look to it. So if that's the audience they're going after, then they, I think they did a great job. Um, when I tried listening to the music, uh, they they put the whole soundtrack up on Spotify, which I thought was great because I could sit there and listen to it without having to actually buy it. Um, I tried listening to it uh, while I was working over the past couple weeks, and and just I could not get through the soundtrack. <laughs> um, I mean, it's good, but as mu- like a lot of game music I listen to, uh, I can listen to it while I'm doing other things besides playing the game, and I enjoy it. And I just did not enjoy the music outside of the game. However, when we were playing it, I felt like it actually worked really well in yeah. the game. So I guess I can't really knock it because that's what it's written right. for. But 
it just was not something I was like, oh, I got you know, I gotta listen to this album while I'm while I'm sitting here coding because. To be honest, I it was making me right. tired. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I agree with you because uh, you were telling me you didn't like the music, and I hadn't actually just listened to it. But when I was playing the game, I didn't think it was bad. I was like, "Oh, this isn't too bad." Um, but then when I started, I listened to it today through Spotify, and I was kind of feeling like you. Know, I was like, "Yeah, I guess I don't really want to listen to this. Like, it doesn't doesn't work outside the game." I guess it's kind of like. I don't know. Like I, I enjoy like the music in like a Super Mario Brothers game, but do you actually listen to Super Mario Brothers music? Like, you know, outside. No, of but it gets stuck yeah, in your yeah, head. Yeah, some. Yes, of course, some of the tracks do. But I mean, as a whole, like I'm not like, oh, I gotta go download the new Super Mario Brothers Wii soundtrack. Well, Galaxy Games are the exception. They have awesome music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have done that. I will. You just did a complete 360, 180 degree there. Sorry. <laughs> All right, the, games <laughs> are the, okay. the Galaxy games are the exception, but uh, yeah, I guess you know certain games the music just works better in game, and you know it just doesn't make for the best uh, listening experience outside of. Mm-hmm. I I had played the uh, like I said earlier, I played in the open beta uh, last spring. Um, I had heard about the game somehow and and went and signed up, and I they were letting anyone in. It's not like I got some like special treatment or, or got in for any reason other than just right. signing up um i played it for like an hour or so back then and I, I just lost interest in it it just wasn't doing anything for me um and i kind of felt that way again this time around i started over and, and started going through everything again <laughs> and uh i felt the same way until uh i played it with you guys uh last night the three of us got on and used voice chat and we, we um played through a couple dungeons and then, I, and then I really started to see where the game had potential and and while all that stuff is true about the combat being a little lackluster I think it it has the the ability to be fun if you're you're playing with your yeah. friends I think really kind of where it's at there was a couple things I I thought were cool um like when we were in the dungeons that they had like a little bit of like Zelda-esque puzzle elements to getting through the dungeon you know like hitting hitting a thing that would cause a door to right. flip open or yep. close and um i thought that stuff was cool i liked that um you know some of the monsters in the dungeons actually had a little bit of a variety to them in that like they had a healer one that would heal the other monsters yeah. so you had to you kill the healer first um there was the one that would like charge up and then it would do like an aoe attack so you had to get out of the way and then you run back in and start damaging right. it again um so there were i mean there was it wasn't just like uh you just go in and slash the hell out of everything and you know there was actually a little bit of uh strategy in there so you know it, 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 it it's not a bad game by any by any means it's just you know yeah it is right i it think is. it's not bad it's just kind of blah the way i feel yeah. about it yeah right i'm still writing notes <laughs> <laughs> i'm taking notes as to what your guys are saying i'm like i'm not gonna say that now all right no no oh, they oh, sorry. Okay. no no it's good it's good well then what what are, on your notes have we uh, not covered yet uh okay i'll i'll uh, i'll start from the top i guess i, I you know i I'll say the good things about the games. I think it, it definitely has a really clean design. I, I enjoyed the aesthetics. I thought the interface itself was was very easy to use, like joining groups and everything like that and, and talking to NPCs, inventory management. I thought that was all pretty easy to do. In, in some MMOs, it can get a little um, intimidating, you know, you mm-hmm. know 
managing quests and all that kind of stuff. This this is a very dumbed down kind of approach to it. In in that sense, it's it's very good. Um, and the game is as deep as I think what players want it to be. You know, we we kind of played it in a, in a more arcadey kind of style. But if somebody wanted to to go in and play it as a as an RPG type of experience, they could do that. You know, the NPCs are there, the stories are there. Um, so, you know, it is as deep as, as you want it to be. It works as an arcade kind of game, and it also works as an RPG type of game. So in that, in that sense, I think it's really good. Um, plus, it's free, you know, and how can, right. you, how can you argue can't, with that? Yeah, you can't bitch about it too much. Right. But on the flip side, um, you know, the few things that, that I kind of found as, as like, you know, turnoffs, like almost immediately... Um, I, I really wish there was more options to players in actually the the character creation kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know, not that I'm like picky about what I had. It's just that when somebody can really put some time into how they look and and how they actually start playing the game, they get you know you become attached to your character. It becomes it literally becomes your little avatar on the screen. But but it was hilarious because when Phil and I met up, <laughs> we looked identical. You know. We were, yeah. we were the mm-hmm. exact yep. same colors, exact same armor, because there's not that much to choose from. Um, I was I wish- thinking, is that... I meant to look into it. I mean, those limited options, were they just for us for not paying? Like, if you pay money, do you get more options to mess around with the guy? No, it, it's, a, it's as you level up and gain uh, new okay, gear, then, it, then oh, you start all to right. look different. All right. Yeah. But, but I mean, the even... Outset, that's it. Like, that's all. That's it, but you know what? I re- I spent a lot of time running around in the town uh, area after we stopped playing last night, just kind of checking everything out and going to all the different areas. And I saw a lot of people that looked like they yeah, you know, okay. play a lot. Yeah. And and even the people, even the people who were kind of geared up, didn't really look all that different from okay. how we looked at you know in the early level. So that was you know that was kind of disappointing, I guess. In that you know when you're playing in a game like WoW and you're running around in in Ogremar or Stormwind or one of the the cities and you're like a low level character, you're like level ten. I mean, your gear looks like <laughs> crap. And then and then you see the dude who's level eighty five, like decked out in you know the the high end raiding gear, run by and he's all glowing and has skulls <laughs> all over him and shit. And you're just like, wow, yeah. I want to be that dude, like like right now, you know. <laughs> Whereas I saw people in this game that were, were I guess, I, because I couldn't see their level, I don't know what they were, but I, they obviously were in guilds and, and looked like they had spent some time in there, but I wasn't particularly yeah, overwhelmed. Yeah, you, you didn't get that urge to you be know? like, wow, I want to be that. I want to do what they did so I get the glowy swords or anything like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Where's my <laughs> Visa card? I need to get some more energy so I can get into right. some more dungeons. And, and that's, that's where it kind of misses out a little bit from the MMO experience, but where, where I also... I mean, because the game totally has roots in in Zelda, Diablo, and, like, every beat-em-up arcade game ever, you know? And and it's Mm -hmm. kind of missing... It's kind of missing those kind of three elements that make those those games really good. Like, with with Diablo, it's kind of the addicting gameplay and the droppable loot, and and this didn't kind of have either. Zelda's got, like, this kick-ass story that you kind of want to, you know, you want to go through and and finish up, and it, it didn't really have that. So it's kind of missing its hook, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know it, exactly. It what would, you mean. in my yeah. opinion, it would it would improve the game immensely if it if the dungeons actually had droppable loot. You know, even if it was even if the droppable loot was total crap. You know, if it if it was like mm-hmm. you know the plus two T shirt of holiness. 
you know, something to kind of get people <laughs> addicted to keep wanting to play more and to get, you know, possibly the plus one and a half t-shirt of holiness, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I think, uh, and I'm from Diablo or, or a game like WoW or any of those, like, one of the things is you build up your character and you, you get new abilities and, you know, uh, those abilities look cool when you do them in, in addition to like now being like extremely overpowered. And, and I just didn't, I didn't see that happening at all. And it starts to happen at an early level too. It's like level two, you'll get some new ability that makes you be like, Oh, okay. You'll like raise an eyebrow and, and be like, Oh wow. Now I can really, you know, kick the shit out of these guys. Or, or then, you know, a couple le levels later, you'll get something and you'll be like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm like awesome in this world. <laughs> But that never happened in this game. I like we leveled and we were like, oh look, we, all three of us in voice chat as we were we, we finished a dungeon and we all leveled up and we're all like, oh, look, we just went from level two to four and everything seems pretty much yeah. the same. Yeah, I leveled. I I was level four and I felt no different than being level one. Yeah, and that that's a that's a uh, you know that's not a good design flaw. Maybe I'm just spoiled by by Blizzard and in, in the way they do things, but I mean. You expect to feel some sort of progression, and I, and I just didn't no, feel no, that. No, see, yeah, that's the uh, thing. I don't think you're spoiled by Blizzard. I, I don't think that you're being a little overly harsh on the game. I'm not saying that we need to like curb stomp the game or anything, but 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 <laughs> you know, if this is a free to play game, there's got to be some type of addictive. There's got to be something addictive about it that's going to make you want to keep coming back to play in it. You know, um, to buy to buy stuff. <laughs> to buy stuff, right, right, right. To think to yourself, yeah, I, I totally want to keep doing this. I want to, I want to, you know, after you die, you want to be able to, you know, pay pay whatever it is to to recharge your your energy bank and kind of keep going. Right. Um, I, I think the game is is just kind of missing that. I'll right. tell you what would make this game awesome though would be if this was a Facebook game. If this was a game that I could play at the office, and, and not saying that I do this, but if I was <laughs> if I was at work and I wanted to have something quick to play in the background while I'm like in between meetings or like you know in between assignments or something like that, something discreet to play while while you know nobody's looking, and then quick to turn off, you know, quick to pick up and put back down. This would be perfect for that. This would be a great Facebook game. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. You mm. know, go, yeah, going back to the wanting to spend money thing too. Like I, I was thinking. You know, the three of us went into this game, and I don't. I guess Steve, your expectations were kind of low. I was kind of not sure what to think, and Randy, I don't. I guess yours were low as well. But I thought if one of us came out of this game having spent money, then that means the game was a success. But all three of us did not spend a single cent. So to me, it says it it did do something wrong. Um, yeah, you know, you know, on on that subject, I think you know they have to have a like we said before, they have to have a way to make money. It's a free game. They've obviously invested a lot of money because it's got some polish to it, um, and they need to keep servers running and all kinds of you know expenses, development team creating new content, patches. So so they have to make money, um, and their solution for making money. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I, I it just seems very abrupt. And and the one thing that kind of bugged me about it was that we got on and we started playing, and I guess Phil, you had less energy than Randy and I had. And so we were having, we were starting to kind of ramp up. We were starting to have some fun. You know, we, we did a dungeon or two and, and, uh, and then you ran out of energy and you right. didn't yeah, it didn't give us the option to be like, go back up to the surface with Phil or give Phil 10 energy to continue on with you. It was like, Phil's gone. Peace out, you know? Right. And, and it was, it was really well, like, Hey, wait, wait a second game. Well, it did give me the, I mean, it said to me, 
do you want to put money in? And I, you know, I was just like, well, no, I don't want to put money in. <laughs> uh, right. But I see, I don't mind that because for them, that's that, that way you don't have to pay a monthly fee. Maybe that was their way around a monthly fee. So instead of saying, you know, you have to spend $12 a month, maybe you put $25 onto the game. And by the time you go through your $25 worth of energy, I mean, it, maybe, you, you know, you don't want to play it anymore or you do want to play it either way. They made their 25 bucks off you. So, this is true. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with them. I, I'm just, I guess, yeah. I guess we were kind of in a in a, a not the ideal situation for them in that we, we were going into it where we didn't yeah. want to spend money. So I guess we could have, you know, ponied up some cash. And right. <laughs> we would probably also be looking at this game a lot differently if, if you know, if we were, if we had like zero dollars budgeted every month for gaming and, and literally all we could, and this was all we could play. You know, we would probably right. look at this game a com- mm-hmm. in a completely different light. I don't know, man. I'm like, if we were in that dungeon and I was really having a great time playing that game with you guys, and I died, I totally would have freaking put in ten bucks to keep playing. You know, like yeah, yeah. But I just, you know, I had enough. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and, and that that speaks to what Randy was saying about the the, the flaw with the game is that it you know doesn't. Uh, it doesn't have that com- that that. Whatever that it does, uh, magical, magical, invisible, intangible that video game crack that it doesn't you, have it. No, doesn't have. I mean, the think crack, about no, comparing no. it to an old, comparing it to an old <laughs> brawler. Just think about back in the day if you're playing when you're playing like Ninja Turtles with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and you're out of quarters, and then you make the sprint to the damn um, change machine, and you're jamming your dollar in there, hoping you can get back into the game. Like, if you're into the game, you will do whatever it takes to get back into it. You know. Yeah, that's and just, you pray that some punk kid doesn't come in and steal Michelangelo underneath your nose while you're going to get quarters. Right, exactly, exactly. Right, right. or you hope that your friends manage to like hold on long yeah, enough yeah, and yeah, die yeah. and then you know, they can pop back <laughs> right, in. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Jesus Christ, guys, just yeah. hold it together for like two trying minutes, Trying to please. prolong the, the game over <laughs> countdown as long as possible. Yeah, it's just, and that, the game just did not have that sense of urgency to it like i just didn't feel like shit i gotta get back in here because we gotta save the world man you just you know what phil i'm sorry i don't mean to like derail the train here but you totally just gave me like some like classic old nerd rage here when you were like waiting for the you mentioned the countdown i remember one time my brother and i were playing uh ninja turtles and we both died and we we were doing that mad sprint to the change machine which was right next to the to the ninja turtles uh you know uh cab it was like two cabinets down Okay, and, they were uh, smart. And, we're, and we, yeah, and <laughs> so we're sitting there, we're like putting in a buck or like five bucks or whatever it was, and some damn kid walked up and slapped the buttons to make the countdown. Uh, so he could start from the beginning. Uh, we we're both like, no! Yep. See, like, so so basically what you're saying is that, like, internet, internet dickhead <laughs> gamers ex- existed before <laughs> the internet. Dude, basically. totally. <laughs> totally. There were trolls. Of course. <laughs> Right. Yeah, the little <laughs> troll guy was in the arcade. <laughs> um, uh, one more thing I wanted to mention was I was surprised to see that they had crafting and uh, and a PvP element in there. I think that's pretty cool that they they have uh, you know a lot of um, kind of uh, even though it wasn't like a full blown crafting system, kind of like a like a traditional MMO would have. It was actually reminded me of Guild Wars yeah. in that you collect all your materials and then you go to a vendor and the vendor basically crafts it for you. But still, I mean, 
that's an extra layer that they put in there. And the PvP, uh, which was recently added, I mean, that that's definitely something that it, I didn't try it at all because typically I'm not a huge PvP fan in these types of games. Um, but, I mean, I'm sure that's something that will have legs and there will be people who get into it like crazy and, and uh, good for them because that requires in-game currency to participate okay. in the PvP. And uh, which means you have to then earn in-game currency, which means you have to run dungeons and pay money. So that's one area where I think they, you know, they, they have the potential to really kind of hook people in. Not me right. in particular, because I just can't stand that really in, in uh, games like that. And I don't know if you guys spent any time going around the uh, the town, mm-hmm. Haven, which is kind of like... I mm-hmm. got lost actually quite a bit. Um, I <laughs> Yeah, I, I ran around in there for a while and checked out some stuff last night, and uh, I, I wanted to uh, kind of just take it all in and, and see stuff. And there was one area that I thought was pretty fun. Uh, they had a training room, um, and it was you go in there, and it's like the uh, what was what was the room in the uh, the danger room okay. in the X Men. <laughs> it was kind of like that in that you go into like this this big room, and when you go in there, you're automatically put into a party with everyone else who's in the room. And basically, the room is is pretty large, um, and all throughout it, there's like little uh, kind of like demo areas of the different puzzles and stuff you'll encounter in the That's dungeons. Cool. So, like, there was one thing where you had to run over and you would pick up the jars and then you would throw them at at a, uh, a sw- I don't even know right. like a pillar, and the, and that would make something happen and uh, just stuff like that or like. Um, the explodable blocks that you would shoot and then they would, you know, cause a chain reaction that would unlock something. Um, So there was, it's not like super practical. I don't know why you would spend any time in there aside from if you were just kind of getting into the game, but I I thought it was kind of a neat idea. And I guess in there, you probably don't lose any of your energy either. So if you wanted to just kind of figure out the game without being thrown into it and getting whooped. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I thought that was kind of neat. I, I, I kind of hung around in there a little bit watching people do stuff, and, and uh, I thought that was kind of funny that they had that in there. It was, it was kind of a comical uh, just to walk in and see like all these <laughs> elements from dungeons That's just all cool. over the place and people. Yeah. So I guess um, my, my final thought would be overall, if, if you're looking for an MMO experience with very little upfront investment, and uh, this is... I'd say it's a good choice. I would recommend it to people um, to try at least. Um, it's it's got a unique kind of graphic look to it. It's it. Um, I, I I couldn't give it any reason yeah. not to try. And it. it throws you right into it. I mean, the moment mm-hmm. you start the game, you get thrown through a little mini dungeon, teaches you how to play. Then you go to the the uh, hub, and you know it gets into the action pretty quick. So you'll know off the bat whether or not you you'll like it. I think. Yeah, that's that's about what I was gonna say too. It's it's definitely worth trying if you're curious. It's there's no reason to not try it. It's it's free. Um, my recommendation is to to actually do it with friends um, because you know I I played with a with a few groups um, and uh, I don't know there there's there seems to be I don't know maybe it's all maybe it's all online games play I play quite a bit of them but I seem to run into more of them the, the type of people that have their microphones open all the time, that are like, okay, mom, okay, mom, I'll take out the trash, mom. All right, mom. And then it's like, dude, just stand on the button with me and we'll move on. Um, so I guess there's more of those kinds of players in there. So play with friends. It, it is a lot more fun that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was surprised when you guys wanted to use the in-game chat. 
<laughs> mine was mine was automatic. I was a little disappointed in the in-game chat that it wouldn't keep our chat open in the in the, uh, hub. In, the in the hub areas. You know, even though we were in a group, yeah. it didn't it didn't count anymore. We had to be in a dungeon for it to work, which kind of. I don't know how it was for you guys either. It didn't sound good to me at all. You guys sounded like you were about a million miles away, and I had the volume yeah, turned up all the way. Yeah, Phil. Phil, I could tell was actually getting my audio <clears throat> late, because um, we were doing that thing where. I would say something and then he would answer like three seconds later and then I would like almost half ask a question, you know, that, that kind of like, did you, did you hear what I said kind of thing? So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was some lag on the chat. I, I typically use uh, mumble. I have a mumble <clears throat> server set up and when I play games online with my like friends and stuff, we, we hop in mumble and then that way, like you said, if we were in the hub or whatever and we weren't in a party, we could still talk to each other or even if we were playing different games, we, we talked to each other and stuff. It's just kind of a, uh, a neat little workaround to dealing with in-game chat systems. I, I typically try to avoid them for the exact <laughs> reason you mentioned. <laughs> this way I have control over who I'm uh, driving on the, to. On the opposite side of that, though, if you if you are playing by yourself and you're not playing with a group of friends and, and you do create a group, you th- the game is very generous about um, like kicking people out of a group. We I actually was in a group once, and, and uh, I had one of those, okay, mom, guys, but uh, I also had this other guy who just uh, wanted to do nothing but throw uh, pots at us. So it was, it, was, <laughs> it was incredibly easy to just boot him from the group, like just two clicks, and he was, he was gone. It was, it was easier to boot him from the group than it is to like mute most players in, in Xbox Live games. So in that sense, the game gets a big thumbs up from me. <laughs> That's good. So nice, when you, nice. when you uh, went into a dungeon by yourself and it said, you know, start your own party, it filled in the other people real quick for you? Real fast, actually. Yeah, real wow. fast. Mm-hmm. Because when I played, um, the two times I played, I actually, I played with you guys last night, and then I played with two uh, Shmoozle guys um, earlier in the week. And I started the dungeons before every, you know, my, my friends arrived, and it never gave me anyone to play with. So I was running through the dungeons by myself until like you guys showed up. Huh. Yeah, I think there was an option. Like I it, told it, 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 it to it, be open, you know. So. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just hmm. I I thought it was so when Randy said he was playing with random people, just thought it was weird that I didn't get any random people. I guess no one wanted to play with me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we uh, we got a pretty fair amount of uh, community feedback yeah. this time around. Uh, Phil, do you want to take it away with the uh, community yeah, corner? Yeah, the community corner. <laughs> the community corner. So, Zikalon. Am I saying that right, Steve? Uh, Skylon. Sky. <laughs> Thank Skylon, you. yeah, yep. Skylon, thank you, Randy. You betcha. Skylon is a longtime Elder Geek user. He's a nice guy. Great. Yes, I was going to say, via Elder Geek. Uh, he played a little bit of it to get the achievement on the Steam Summer Sales. He didn't like it very much. Uh, so he picked it because he wanted to see what we thought about it. Corn uh, via Elder Geek. I played Spyro Knights a little bit when it first came out. It had a strange Legend of Zelda feel, but the combat never felt satisfying to me. I also had problems being kicked out of the game with friends. Hmm. Well, that was that's weird. Yeah, we didn't have that issue. Well, he also said that was yeah. when it first oh. came out, so that might have been launch launch yeah. day blues, like uh, like rage chats. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the no graphics? Uh, <laughs> so Nick via Elder Geek, uh, I played some Spiral Knights, and honestly, it's an okay game. I suppose uh, it's very repetitive, and the lag completely ruins the game. The only lag I felt was just in the hub. I thought when we were in the dungeon playing together, I, I thought it ran pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't encounter yeah. too much lag, but 
apparently lag is a is a common complaint for this game though yeah yeah and i and listen i'm playing on that wireless connection too so wow yeah same here yep uh nate the elder geek who is actually the same nate that frequents the schmoozle and is always including his comments in uh the game club he says it's a click fest has some big latency issues uh, i do enjoy the look and that's about it i wish there was more to it after about an hour i had my fill and he's almost echoing like what I felt like what I was saying and Randy was saying. Uh, the keyboard and mouse combo was awkward too. Uh, this game would have really benefited from gamepad support. I think you can use one, but even then it's not really built around it. Yeah, I would have liked... I should have tried to see if I could plug in like the Xbox controller or something. <clears throat> yeah, because it feels like it should play like a, like a twin-stick yeah, shooter yeah, almost. Exactly. In, the, in the way yeah. that you move, but you're using the mouse instead to do that. In the way you awkward. make your man spiral. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> spinning the mouse around him and he just spins like a top. I loved it. Uh, I should have plugged my trackball. Oh. You know, I, like, sit there that we all would have been kicked off somehow. I would have just made it go nuts. <laughs> Not supposed to cross yeah. the streams like that, Steve. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, uh, Frank, my brother, via Shamoozle, it was pretty easy to pick up and play. The designs were appealing and it controlled fairly well. Definitely had a decent enough hook that entices players to just click around and see what does what. And the combat was light yet fun for a free-to-play game. Uh, he thought it had a lot of meat to it, but I'm sure once you start spending money, it begins to get more complicated. Let's put it this way. If I were a younger person, say 12-ish or so, I could easily envision myself playing the shit out of this. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice, nice. And you know what? My, I have a nephew that actually fits right into that age range, and he plays all sorts of this kind of shit. So... Hmm. Probably, he plays like that Toontown thing. It looks like a disgrace. I watch him play that. <laughs> I mean, just bad stuff. So I could see him getting into it. On that on that topic, not to get off track, but I got my uh, daughter wanted to play oh, WoW no. with me. Really? So I, I let her. I let her. I let her uh, create uh, oh, a room. I, was, I thought you were gonna make her your like your healer bot. <laughs> oh yeah. No, well, no, we can't play together. I just made a, a character oh. on my account, and she. Every every couple days or so, she will sit down and she'll sit on my lap and and I'll let her run around and uh, kill boars and stuff. And <laughs> honey, wow, look my at, bugs look. are dying. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, honey, the you know not, the fishing the fish aren't going to catch themselves, honey. <laughs> do a, do do some mining for daddy. You're training her young. Yeah, uh, yeah Phantom yeah, Spiker so, via Shamuzel, who I played with. He was one of the ones I played with. Uh, he thought the game uh, looked and played awful. He didn't even like the way it looked. The only wow. thing I found enticing was the quit button. That was kind <laughs> of... <laughs> and then uh, Dante, who I also played with uh, by Shamoozle. Well, I like the art style, although I wish you could change the look of your night more. That's what you guys were saying. I felt like the gameplay was pretty slow and unresponsive on everything but the part where you make your night spiral. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we call that the spiral. That's the spiral part of the night. The spiral part when you wiggle your mouse around them. The That's how you make them spiral. Yes. Uh, regardless of both those things, the dungeon structure would be kind of fun to play with a party of friends every now and then, if you didn't get up against the paywall so very quickly. I didn't think we. I don't think you hit the paywall that quickly. Well, Dante is a power gamer too. So is... Keep that in mind. He was probably like. He probably ran out of uh, uh, energy in about 15 <laughs> minutes. So <laughs> he, He's the guy. He'll get Gears of War and sit down and, and play through it in one sitting. And, like, the game will have just come out in, like, 
four hours later. He yeah, I was surprised. It actually took him longer to finish Gears of War 3 than I thought it would. It was like an extra day longer than I thought. Because <laughs> if I remember correct, when when the second one came out, it was literally, hey guys, I got Gears of War 2. And then the next time he came on the board, which was like later that night, okay, man, it was so awesome. Like, <laughs> like yeah, he was just... His whole post was spoiler yeah, tagged. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so. He had wrapped it up. <laughs> we actually and had one more on uh, Elder Geek. Did we? Yeah, I we missed, had one. I, I missed one? TH2 actually posted one today. He said... Uh, oh, he posted my... it. I yep. missed it. Yep. He said, here's my take on the game. Cons, boring gameplay. The combat is bland. Pros, very clean and streamlined menu, and it's very easy to navigate. Controller support as well, exclamation point. Oh. Uh, it's, yeah. It's a mm. good game, but I just found it way too boring. Maybe playing with other people would have made the game more worthwhile. Yeah, it, it's true. Playing with other people does make the game more worthwhile, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that it's it's a game designed to be a social experience, either with your friends or going, going in yep. and making friends. But, you know, that's always, like we said, that can be a mixed bag, trying to... <laughs> Depending on the types of people. I'll tell you what, I'm a, I'm a total loot whore. If that game just had droppable loot, like, you know, three a dungeon or something like that, with the potential of possibly upgrading my gun or my sword just a minor, minor, a little amount of bit, I, I'd have been hooked. I could, I could see myself paying for it then. Yeah, I think, I think that something like loot, even though, I mean, we're talking about pixels on a screen, it's something that feels mm-hmm. tangible. When you when you earn it in a game or when you get it, uh, whereas just merely having your your sword have a, a level bar and have right. it go up uh, doesn't really have that same effect. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what the difference is because the, the it's the same result in that your sword becomes better and has better bonus stats and stuff. But then then if you just got a new one, but I, I think it's just something about replacing yep. gear, and, and you are able to replace gear when you earn crowns you can then buy new swords and then level them up or guns or, or armor or whatever but it's just i don't know it just it's weird to me it's it's, it's just very different from what i'm used to yeah but the, i i think that was what got me addicted with diablo though like first dungeon diablo one and mm-hmm. diablo two first dungeon you're finding better gear and you're, you're constantly on the hunt to swap stuff out you know yep. if, if this game had that i think people would be playing it like crazy yeah, especially when you start getting into a situation with higher-end stuff, when, when the gear then is mm-hmm. like set, and there's set bonuses, you know, it's like, God, I gotta get the shoulders, because if I have the shoulders and the then chest... Then it's 25% pants, increase on I, damage, you know? Yeah, Right, exactly, yeah, and that that's something that I think the way they handled it, I, I don't see that really, I don't know. We should, we do you, should stop giving Blizzard ideas, though. <laughs> <laughs> do you, I mean, do you think that... They simplified it on purpose so that it would be more accessible to maybe like a a younger audience. I think you're. I, I think you may be right on that. Absolutely. I think it's definitely intended for for maybe like young right. teens, um, uh, more so than than people yeah. our age. Yeah. So I, from that respect, I you know the one thing I didn't notice, and and I don't know how big of a deal this is to people, but. I didn't notice anything as far as parental controls. I didn't really go in mm-hmm. there and look at it. And, and as a parent, that's something I've kind of become more conscious of. Um, so I don't know if you could, like, turn your 12-year-old loose in this and then be able to, like, control how they communicate with people. That's one mm. thing I'm not sure of. Um, like I said, with my daughter, when I have her play on her character, I've gone in and customized the, the UI 
so that no one can talk to her. She doesn't see any, like, common chat. No one can, like, invite her to trade or duel or anything like that. Like, she's completely blocked. So she's running around and she sees other people in the world, but there's absolutely no way they can communicate with her. Um, and and I, I would be, as a parent, like I said, I would, I would, that's something I would want in a game like this. If it is geared towards kids, uh, a way to, to have some level of control over that because that's, you know, I mean, we joke about it and stuff because we're, we, we spend a lot of time on the internet and, and you know, we're, we're familiar with all the memes of certain bears, you know, <laughs> that, <laughs> certain bears that kind of creep into photos here and there. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a concern, and, and especially in a game like this, um, I, because it, kind of, it has a, a visual style that could kind of appeal to, you know, uh, older people. The, yeah, I think you the Diddlers point. could be out. The di- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Are you using it to always study? The bronies. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Great episode last week. It but. was a really good episode, but uh, <laughs> but Steve, you ra- you actually raise a really good point. I didn't I didn't look into it for from that point of view, but that that uh, yeah, you actually raise really good a really good point. I mean, in terms of the actual gameplay itself, I mean, aside from the fact of like communicating with other people, in terms of gameplay itself. I don't think that there's anything that mm-hmm. would be too offensive, but like you said, but, but oh, yeah, it's, no. it's the people, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And that's one thing as a, as a parent who plays games and has a, as a young kid who plays games, I'm very much all about the personal responsibility thing and not, you know, leaving any room to, to blame anyone else. So if I'm going to have my kid play a game, I want to make sure that I can kind of have some control over uh, how they're going to experience certain assets, especially an online game. Um, because, you know, it's, uh, it's up to me to make sure that, you know, she is having, uh, the appropriate experience. Uh, and if, and if a game doesn't have that, then I would have to pass yeah, it up. Then you, know? you bust out the NES and there's no playing that online. <laughs> exactly. That's right. <laughs> very, very responsible of you. Steve. <laughs> I try. I try. Um, so I guess I think we've, Again, once again, we we may be the I don't I don't want to call it, but we may be the definitive source of information as far as uh, podcasts go for Spiral Knights. <laughs> I think you're right. There's got to be a Spiral Knights podcast. podcast. I'm sure. Th- I'm sure there's if, twenty. If of not, them. we are now sure. the definitive like parental source for Spiral Knights a podcast. A- you know? Absolutely, yeah. we got a corner some market. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. So uh, I'll definitely make sure to tag this one up for for Spiral Nights, so uh, we can we can get know, found man, in all in the search. There's some YouTube Spiral Nights podcasts. Oh, really? I'm, I'm seeing them. Let's go. Sorry. Let's go flag them for Wait, copyright man. infringement. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of King of iTunes, uh, we are now on iTunes, and if you head over there and search for Elder Geek you will find us so if you are listening to this through the if you're listening to this podcast through the web browser or you've grabbed the RSS feed from somewhere else i mean listen how you like but it would certainly help us out if you uh subscribe through there because the more people we get subscribed through there the more likely we show up on the you know the pages where they feature uh new new shows and it would help us out tremendously uh, also, if you would take a moment or so and, and give us some ratings and uh, feedback uh, through the iTunes system. I know everybody loves Apple very much. Um, 
<laughs> but if you could just suck it up and just help us out a little bit, you know, we would love it. We would be eternally grateful, and uh, we'll definitely give uh, any positive feedback a, a shout out uh, in future episodes. Um, we're gonna have a next week. Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and just tell everybody um, what the next episode we are doing a poll between uh, the Binding of Isaac and Dungeons of Dreadmore, which are two um, indie games. They're both available through Steam and other uh, avenues as well. Gamersgate, uh, I believe, has yeah, Gamers Dungeons, has of, Dungeons Dreadmore. of Dreadmore. Or, I don't think they have Binding of Isaac. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to say right now, we all want to play Binding <laughs> of Isaac, so we should definitely go. And, and they're, both, they're both only $5 a piece. Yeah. They are cheap games. Yeah, cheap indie games. Binding of Isaac brought to you by uh, one of the guys uh, in the pair that made Super Meat Boy. Uh, the music is also by the uh, composer of the Super, Mu- Super, Super Meat Boy soundtrack. And uh, and, and Dungeons awesome. of Dreadmore so that does not have the music from the guy that did Super Meat Boy, and it is not made by the Super Edmund Meat McMillan. Boy guy. No, yeah. it's, not, it's not made by them. Not at all. They didn't, they didn't even touch Dungeons right. of Dreadmore. They're probably like Dungeons of what more? I mean, we don't want to sway your your vote or anything. Let's just say that um, if you if Dungeons of Dreadmore wins, we're gonna just play Binding of Isaac anyway. Yeah, we already bought it. We're not, you know what? Last time we did this, it, it was sabotaged, and we all know how that went. Yeah, I'm just saying I control the poll and I can change the votes if I really want to. So bad. <laughs> Not that I would do that, but so I, I bad. Totally they're gonna be do. calling for a recount, and oh, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> you, you control the poll. What are you? You're, you're uh, big red with so much soul. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. That's another one, Randy. If you yeah, man, you gotta pay the bill. So anybody that let us know, and and uh, that's <laughs> a, that's a great one. Uh, so head over to eldergeek.com. Vote in the poll. Vote for. Isaac. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at eldergeek.com, all spelled out, all one word. Uh, head over to Facebook, facebook.com slash eldergeek.com, all spelled out again. And be sure to like Elder Geek on there, and, and you will get updates about the show, as well as all the great articles and video reviews that uh, Randy and the team put together. Um, and we also have an email address set up where for whatever reason, if you don't want to use any of those other methods, uh, I have eldergeekgameclub at gmail.com, which will forward to me, and, and uh, we'll be sure to get anything you send us on the show. And also, I don't want to forget to mention that with the last episode, Ikaruga, uh, Randy put together some uh, spectacular video pieces that went that he put up on the Elder Geek YouTube channel. So uh, you should definitely go check those out if you missed them. Uh, it, he took the audio from the last episode, split it up into three parts, and... Uh, had it kind of playing over footage of the game, and then he had little icons for us that kind of lit up as we were talking. Uh, just the really nice job. I, I was really impressed. Thanks, man. Hey, don't don't that. expect and, that uh, this time around. I, I would I would love to do that again with this episode, but uh, um, I've got I've got three video reviews that I got to do by Monday, and then I'm going to be in DC for a couple of days. So I'm, I'm probably going to have to skip doing the video portion of of this episode, but I'll try to pick it up again on the next oh. one. Yeah, that's fine. No problem. Um, can I can I do a quick plug? No By the time Absolutely, that please. this actually airs, um, we're actually going to have officially announced uh, our next uh, charity marathon. Uh, and this next one, we're actually going to be doing it for Child's Play again. 
Um, it's going to be on November 11th, 2011, and we're actually going to be doing 48 hours of Skyrim on the PC. Um, so uh, what we're actually going to be doing is we're going to have uh, polls actually set up ahead of time. So if you actually join onto our Facebook group and, and if you actually you know head to the site, you'll be able to vote on the gender of our character, the class, the race, uh, the name... Um, and then it's going to be a, a user interactive kind of experience on November 11th. And then, you know, we're going to continue on the same character for 48 hours straight. So get excited, spread the word and, uh, you know, keep checking back and we'll we'll keep eking out as much information as we have at the time. But but want to get that out there. That's that's the big announcement for this week. Cool. That sounds excellent. I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Be fun. Very cool. So well, so for 48 hours, are you guys... Like, uh, how how does it work? Are you able to just like kick around that file to other people or something? So yeah, that's exactly what we did. We uh, since everybody's playing the PC version, we did it with uh, last year. We did it with Fallout New Vegas, and uh, when one person logs off, we just you know log that character off, email the uh, the save file to the next player, entertain you know the audience for the five minutes or whatever it takes for the email to get there, and then upload the file, and then just switch turns. You know, then it's then it just kind of keeps going. So one one caster shuts down, and the next caster starts back up again with the exact same file that was going. Very cool. Yeah, we're That's, we're hoping to get some some yeah. uh, guest casters and some good giveaways and everything like that for the for the show. So we're very excited about it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And if we raise enough money, we'll we'll push beyond the forty eight hours. Oh, cool. Yeah. Always good. Very cool. Yeah. Always a good thing earning those earning those bucks for child's play. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So, um, thank you very much, everyone, for listening and participating. Thank you to everyone who submitted comments. We really appreciate it, and uh, looking forward to your comments for the Binding of Isaac. Um, it should should be excellent. And um, that's pretty much it for us, uh, for myself, Steve, and Randy, and Phil. Thanks again for listening, and we will if see you next video, time. They would see me waving. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>